in to the Shoe Money Podcast. Joseph White here alongside Mr. Ryan Paulson. Week two, we're back. I didn't really believe it. I, I wasn't sure I would believe it until week one actually happened, but, but I, I watched football. I, we saw it. The Browns were disappointing. The, the Ravens and the Patriots were amazing. Er, not Patriots, excuse me. The Ravens and the Chiefs uh, were amazing. The Giants don't have a great offensive line. We're back, and we're back looking for more profit in week two. Why, Ryan? Daddy needs 10 more hours of straight football on Sunday and a new pair of shoes, but we got the shoes last week. Now we're on to – what's the next thing? Another pair of shoes? Well, let's – yeah, I, I think I think you just just keep going. Just, just get that okay. closet built out entirely, fully. Yeah, I mean I need another pair of boots maybe. How about that? And I mean, look, the more things change, by the way, the more they stay the same because we're always going to be back. We're always going to be looking for for shoe money. And apparently Philip Rivers is always going to be down seven driving, looking for the game winning score or looking for the game tying score with no timeouts. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter the time zone. It doesn't matter the city. It doesn't matter the team he's playing for. It's just it's universal. That is, Death taxes Phil Rivers being down by a touchdown with 45 seconds left and no timeouts. That's what Phil Rivers does, um, and and it was it was it was it was glorious to see some some normalcy in 2020. Hey, we've made it almost a full week since the the Sunday slate. All optimism. We're heading into week two. It looks like we're ready to go. We are, uh, and we're going to walk you through the full fantasy slate. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up as always with our, with our guys to key in on shoe money guys to key in on at the end. Um, we'll, we'll have a Rhett Ellison Memorial value play of the week at Rhett Ellison's position. I'm really excited about that one. I have, I have a guy at that position. Maybe not all the way down. You got somebody all the way down? No, not all the way down. I think we probably have the same guy. And okay. uh, and and I've I've got another teaser parlay because because when you lose one you just bet more on it in week two that's how it works right yes you press exactly that's that's I think that's that you know that could be the title of my my autobiography press it I've got I've got autobiographies I've got autobi I got all sorts of titles for autobiographies that one I like quite a bit. Let's jump into it. Quarterback. I think you can always Lamar. Uh, you can always Mahomes. But the first guy I really want to stop on is is Aaron Rodgers at 6,900. But you, Ryan Paulson, feel free to disagree. Nice price on Aaron, uh, for sure. Um, the way I'm viewing Lamar and Mahomes is that they are probably not going to make my tighter builds, like my main lineup or my single-entry, three-entry max stuff. But uh, game stacks, I like them quite a bit. I like Lamar to Mark Andrews, and then you can bring it back with your Will Fuller or maybe even a David Johnson, perhaps. And same thing with Mahomes. I think I would rather pair him with uh, Tyreek, Kelsey, and bring it back with... Uh, Boy, we'll get to Austin Eckler, but I, maybe Mike Williams for a cheap wide receiver value there. So I like them in game stacks. You can always get up to them, for sure. There's Mike enough Will- value this week, you can make it happen. Mike Williams, especially with the flow that game projects, is a great value bet there. Right. 
um, Rodgers. I mean, slow start. He had a lot of completions early for very few yards, and then Devontae Adams happened. Right. And so we're looking all 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 told at a 34 point week for Aaron Rodgers, and he gets he's still under 7K, and he gets a uh, a Bears defense or Lions defense, excuse me, that just got lit up in the second half by Mitch Trubisky. Um, now I don't I know I know that we are a pro Mitch Trubisky value podcast. He uh, got there last week. He did get there, but I I think. I think we would even stipulate uh, Aaron Rodgers better than Mitch Trubisky. (laughs) Debatable, Joe. (laughs) No, obviously. Uh, The one concern I would have with this matchup is if it's Aaron Jones early for the touchdowns, can Detroit keep it close? No, probably not. So there is, there is, I would think, some risk there. I just, and, and, you know, I mean, I say that. I, I I would feel I would feel more confident in the Lions if this was in Detroit. It's not, though. Detroit always does is always weird. It's just always weird with Detroit. You can never really trust them to do anything except not finish over five hundred. Yeah, right. But yeah. I love Devontae this week. So how do you not love Aaron Rodgers in conjunction? Right. My thinking would be Galladay out. It seems like he might not be ready to go. Uh, bring it back with uh, maybe a TJ Hawkinson. I think I think Hawkinson's the guy there in that offense. Uh, other guys, I mean, you can Dak if you want, but uh, I want to. He gets a tasty matchup here, um, so maybe low ownership coming off the week one uh, tough outing. I will say at the very least, um, but. Give me more Josh Allen at 6,700. With that rushing upside, 33 points there in division down in Miami. Um, I like Rodgers more, obviously, but uh, I'm always going to be a Josh Allen guy because of his rushing upside. Yeah, and look what Cam Newton did to Miami just last week. Two rushing touchdowns on like 15 carries. And that's what Josh Allen does. He might turn it over, but at the same time, that almost helps him. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. you know, the more he turns it over, Close to the, the game more is. he might be involved in the game for longer, and they're not just going to run the football. So I get you. I like Dak. Um, I, I like Dallas, obviously. They have the highest team total on the board at this moment. But I think I'd rather get my Dallas from Ezekiel Elliott, which we will talk about. 100%. Uh, I, like the, I like the Josh Allen call. Um, I like the Atlanta Dallas game, obviously highest over under of the week by three points right now. So maybe you can Matt Ryan and Julio, and then you got all sorts of, of bring backs and game stacks. And I, I like that game, obviously. So is will it, everybody. Is it, we'll get to this more a little bit in wide receiver. Is it Julio or is it Ridley? Uh, I mean, the way they spread the ball around last week, it could be either. I, mm-hmm. I don't think there's a bad play. If you like touchdowns, I think the answer is obviously Calvin Ridley. And apparently Russell Gage was the thing. Yeah, but never yeah, Julio. Like, never Julio. Yeah, never. I mean, I like Julio. If you're building enough lineups, get both of them. Yeah. Uh, I see some love for Tampa Brady. No, just no. Just no. I'm out. I mean, n- n- his, wide rec- his wide receiver core isn't healthy, to say nothing of the fact that they didn't look particularly good and they've they've played now one game together. I know it's Carolina, and I know you expect a bounce back from Tom Brady. But I mean, go four hundred dollars cheaper and get Kyler Murray, or oh, go. Joe, Joe, 
It's 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 the week. Or it's go week. go a hundred dollars cheaper and get Deshaun Watson. For me, it's Kyler though, because I I think he's always a threat. He's he's the cheapest op, obviously of all the quarterbacks we talked about. He's always a threat to put up a bunch of money or a bunch of points, and he's playing a defensive line that I I think could could in terms of fantasy just press his rushing upside. So I love Kyler here. Well said, my friend. Um, I ended up getting on to some Washington defense last week because Philly's offensive line was beat up and they were able to put a lot of pressure on Wentz and sack him quite a few times. San Francisco put pressure on Kyler last week and he scrambled 13 times for 91 yards and a touchdown. Yep. If Washington's going to do the same thing, we got Arizona at home. Oh, baby. Yep. 6,100 is way too cheap for my man. He's absolutely, so I love him. absolutely my favorite quarterback on the board. Totally agree. Uh, getting cheaper, I think, is not really where I want to go this week, although there is one guy that I think is in play again. Do we have the same name? Oh, again, he says. This was your matchup last year with Big Mitch. Yep, he's he's on he's on my. I mean, look, twenty four points last week. He hit his value, obviously, um, and he gets the Giants secondary, which wasn't good when they were fully healthy and not under you know felony indictment. So now that <laughs> they are, um, I think that's still a tasty matchup. Uh, I I think you absolutely can Mitch Trubisky this week. I would also say two hundred dollars cheaper. Tyrod Taylor is going to have to throw the ball all game long. Yes, he uh, will. So fifty three hundred dollars is is a is a nice price. I would I would take a run at that. And uh, the only other guy that I would even have any interest in is Dwayne Haskins at fifty one hundred. Chase um, on the road. You expect Arizona to put up some points here, and if they get out to a lead, you're going to force Haskins into some uh, uh, maybe ceiling for attempts. Maybe he gets 40 plus attempts, runs mm-hmm. a little bit. He had, he had seven rushing attempts last week. Uh, I don't hate it, but that's not like a tight build thing for me. That's a, maybe my 10th lineup type of deal, but yeah. that's a cheap price. Yep. Totally agree. Uh, running backs. Look, we got to talk about Christian McCaffrey. Please go ahead. He had four targets last week. Doesn't feel like enough. That is not enough, and I don't understand that because Joe Brady takes over the job there as offensive coordinator, and when he was offensive coordinator at LSU, he had Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who they checked down to all the time. Yeah. And now you have an even more experienced, better running back when it comes to that, at least right now. And they tossed him four times with the game script that would call for him to be involved in the passing mm-hmm. game. Now, in 23 rushing attempts. So he still had a lot of touches, but at $10,000, you're paying for those targets. Right. I don't think I'm getting there this week. Definitely I, not in my main lineup. I, I wouldn't either because, you know, of, of the of the three of the three running backs who were north of 8 grand. Um he's he's second on the list, but I want Zeke much much more. Oh, he's He's the guy this week, I think, especially yeah. on DraftKings. I like Derrick Henry a lot. They involved him in the passing game more. He was running more routes. But we know Derrick Henry is going to get most of his work on the ground, so I prefer Zeke on DraftKings by quite a bit. But mm-hmm. I love them both. Yeah, great great matchup for Zeke. 
uh, 28 points last week. You know, McCaffrey, I, I'm, I'm never going to say you're wrong for playing him. And, and I, I do think you'll see a reverse to the mean here uh, in terms of his, his receiving numbers. He'll get more targets this week. But I'd rather have Zeke for cheaper because I think they're pretty comparable this week, and that's a big price difference. And I, mm. I, I need to pause and just say this. Saquon Barkley is too expensive, and it's killing me to say it because the New York Giants are wasting what I think, and this is hyperbolic, but could be the best running back in the history of the NFL. Like his, his talent and skill set is such that if he was in a better situation, he would be not the face of the NFL because that's Mahomes because he plays quarterback, but the face of the NFL. He is that talented, and the Giants just park him behind an offensive line that doesn't give him any help. He cannot run the ball. When you get him into space, you know, you see what he can do. He's he's running 20 miles an hour down a sideline and hurtling three guys in the same play. Like, he's dynamic to a degree that, that is hard to fathom, but nobody can be when you're behind an offensive line that doesn't block. And it's it's sad to see. It's sad to watch happen all of these second and tens that become third and thirteens because, you know, Saquon gets the ball and there's three guys, there's three defensive linemen on on his side of the line of scrimmage already. So I don't yeah. want any of them at that price. I don't mind him for tournaments. I agree. With Elliott and Henry cheaper than him, they're the much better plays. I'm sure you watched as closely as anybody in that uh, Pittsburgh Giants game. It seemed like any time they were clearly running the ball, Pittsburgh knew it, and they were already in the backfield tackling him behind the line of scrimmage. Yep. But nine targets, and they were getting him in space effectively. So I think it's encouraging for him that it's not a total waste, but if they're not able to actually hide their run schemes a little bit better, then yeah, I mean, Chicago's got a really good defensive line, and they yeah. can put pressure on Daniel Jones. But Jason Garrett did some things that I thought were encouraging in terms of getting him into space, especially later in the game. So I remain somewhat optimistic. But this week, when we're paying a salary, give me Zeke for 200 cheaper. Give me Derrick Henry for 500 cheaper. Give me Clyde Edwards-Hilaire for cheaper. Still still not expensive enough. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, uh, 7400 That's the, he's His price will continue to go up. This offense is just this offense is going to break records, and you saw. I mean, you saw him between the tackles as much as anything else that week one, which is incredible. Um, but as long as the the Chiefs' offense is rolling, so shall Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and the Chiefs' offense will roll all year. So I will always Ceh, especially when he's when he's not you know at that eight thousand dollar level that I think he he should be at. Yeah, I think we're still getting a big discount. You know, only two targets in week one against the Texans. And I, I was reading an article about the Chiefs staff working with him about how to be a more effective goal line back. And it doesn't sound like they're going to go to Daryl Williams on the goal line. It sounds like they're going to keep giving Edwards Hilaire the goal line work, he which got, is obviously something you want. He got a lot of touches on that goal line. He was brutal, but he got a lot of touches. So mm-hmm. if, if that starts if that starts to change itself, um, I mean, it's... You know, I I may not be off with my with my you know second highest running back in terms of point total by the end of the season. Yeah, uh, I obviously like him a lot. What's not to like? Uh, 
below him is where I think it's kind of a dead zone for me. I don't like anybody for a while. I like Eckler, sixty five hundred. I, I, I like I like the flow. I like him to exp- I, I like him to get more targets. I mean, he he only got one target. That's wrong. Like it. Yes, it's, it is. It's just wrong. So I think that will become a focus this week, especially since they're going to be chasing that whole game. Um, mm-hmm. So I I like Eckler, especially you know coming off a, a sub ten point game with one target. You know, I I don't think his ownership is going to be that high. So I like Eckler. But then after that, you know, I, I guess I could take a piece of Malcolm Brown just because his usage was so high um, with, with 18 carries and four targets last week. But, you know, go 100 bucks cheaper and get oh, – no, sorry, same price and get the guy of the week in Jonathan Taylor. Chalk City, great chalk. Uh, it's going to be really hard to see him really put up a dud here unless he gets hurt. I mean – Six targets, six catches, 67 yards. He got nine carries. Marlon Mack not playing. Naeem Hines had like outrageous random usage that he's a passing back. And if you think Indy takes the lead or at least it's close, I think they're going to give him way more than nine rushing attempts. So uh, he's going to be really popular, but I'm going to be over the field, whatever I think that ends up being. Yeah. I think, uh, I think, I think Kenyon Drake is interesting. At least. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, look, if we know Miles Sanders is going to be near 100%, $6,000 is way too cheap. If he were fully healthy, he'd be a lock at that price. Yeah, that's fair. So that, that's a guy to monitor. You're 100% right about that. 100% so it's right. just going to matter like what he does in practice come tomorrow, which would be Friday. And if, if the coaching staff comes out and says he's for full go, I'll have a lot of him. But obviously approach that one with caution. Uh, one other guy for me. You want to take a shot? Ronald Jones. Nope. He's cheap, though. I like Ronald Jones. Who you got? I mean, Frank Gore's the bell cow, baby. Oh, Jesus. 40, it's happening. 4500 bucks. Yeah, I was scrolling for a while there. I mean, look, you know, San Francisco's a tough defense, um, but the Jets... I don't know. They like to run the ball and Le'Veon Bell's out. And, and so Frank Gore is $4,500. He's going to get all the carries that the Jets have. He's not somebody I'd love. He's not somebody, you know, I would I would want in a vacuum. But if it's $4,500 for a, for a primary running back, even if it is 675 years old, I mean, Frank Gore is going to get you three yards at a time. So I'll take a little bit. I'll take a piece. It would not surprise me to see Adam Gase run Frank Gore 30 times, even if they're behind by 30. Would be amazing. You know, you're 100% right. You're 100% right. Or just start using Frank Gore to do all the tricks that, that you should design around Lev Bell, but there's just a spite thing happening in that, in, in that, Jets, in that Jets locker room. And so Frank Gore is going to get all the Lev Bell plays while he's out. I'm ready for 35-year-old Frank Gore to run the Wildcat against the Niners this yep. week. All the screen passes. He's going to come out at quarterback for the first play, and then the next three plays are just going to be screen passes to Frank Gore. And that last one's going to be a fourth down, but it's not going to matter because they're going for it. You know, I think Jamison Crowder has a real shot of missing this game. So, <laughs> so it's the Frank Gore <laughs> offense. Oh, my God. 4500 bucks. 
if if Crowder plays as we transition to wide receiver, and, and you just you gifted me this transition, so I'll start I'll start there, and we can work you know both back up top and then and then a little bit below or, uh, below him. Excuse me. I like Jamison Crowder, fifty four hundred. 13 targets last week, came up with 27 points. Um, he's a guy Sam Darnold's actually comfortable throwing the ball to, to the extent that Sam Darnold's comfortable throwing the ball to anyone in the NFL other than the other team. So uh, I like Crowder if he plays. I don't know if he's good or bad yet. He's had bad coaching. It's it, 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 that's, a, that's a very fair point. That's unfair of me uh, uh, on Sam no, he Darnold. He looks awful. I mean, but like, if he were on the Chiefs, I think he'd probably be pretty good. I mean, Daniel Jones's interception is the only reason we're not talking about that. That Sam Darnold interception is one of the worst we've ever seen. I don't know, man. As as low as the lows were for Daniel Jones, I thought the highs were really encouraging. I mean, and the man is second system in two years. That entire drive when he threw that brutal interception in the red zone. I mean, at the goal line. That's a 19 play drive where he lo- he made every single throw in every style in which you want a guy to make the throw. I mean, he, he made all the throws you need to make, and some of them were touch passes, and some of them were friggin' ropes, and he led that offense right down the field, and then he pulled the Eli special and just held the ball way too long until there was no possible chance that anything other than an interception was going to happen. The only thing he didn't do was throw the ball left-handed for the interception, which Eli Manning would have had the courtesy to do. And that's why yeah, Eli Manning... That's why Eli Manning's my quarterback. If you're going to do that, throw it left-handed and just shoot the moon with it. I don't know, man. I like Danny Dimes. I, I think love he's going to be good. I, I think he's going to be good. And, and you know what? While we're on wide receivers in the $5,000 range, give me all the Darius Slayton you want because that dude can play. And at some point, we may have to just like whisper behind dumpsters in an alley that like, hey, maybe da- David Gettleman isn't terrible. Now, like, Well, you got that one right. I've crushed David Gettleman for not having a plan, but the Odell trades worked out, not for nothing, and Slayton's great, and I really like Dimes and the quarterback he projects to be. So do I think that, that Gettleman could have a better handle on you know how to use the internet and a better handle on just how to, you know, what, like what your long-term plan is because he doesn't seem to have one? Yes, both of those things could be true. Could it also be true that he's actually a decent GM? Yes, 100%. I think it is. And I like Darius Slayton this week. That was a lot. I like him too. He's still too cheap if he's going to hold that role. Uh, I'd like to see Golden Tate out again, which I don't honestly know yet. Last I saw, I thought he was trending, trending toward playing again, but I'm not certain. That may have changed. He was limited today at practice. So uh, if he's out, I like Slayton more. If he's in, I think that ball might get spread around a little bit too much that Slayton would be a tournament-only guy. But he's cheap. Uh, pivoting to the top, you love Aaron Rodgers. I'm assuming you love Devontae Adams. Yeah, I mean, 14 point, 44 points last week, 14 reception for 156 and two touchdowns. You, you have to. You have to like him. Totally agree. Uh, I'm really trying to make it work where I can get him plus at least one of Zeke and Derrick Henry. Like right now, I'm able to get Clyde, Jonathan Taylor, Zeke, Devontae, and Kyler. That's nice. 
did not have enough money to comfortably get from Clyde to Derrick Henry, but honestly, I think that's probably You're okay. probably fine but there, yeah. Devontae is easily the guy up top here. And mm-hmm. as much as I like Kyler, I like Devontae over stacking with Hopkins if I'm building a main lineup. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can go wrong with Hopkins. He also had 14 receptions last week for over 150 yards. They didn't have the touchdowns, um, but he's not Julio Jones, so those will come. Yeah, uh, any question about chemistry and usage coming into this season has been put to rest. I was a little bit cautious, but obviously they love him. That was a career high in terms of catches for him. Bill O'Brien looks like a moron because, of course, he does. Uh, I like him a lot, too. As much as I like Kyler, I will definitely get a Hopkins stack in there. I just prefer Adams. Tyreek, uh, limited only to my Mahomes stacks. Yeah, Julio, I do like, but again... You can play Calvin Ridley for 900 cheaper, or uh, excuse me, 600 cheaper. And I think that's fine in your Dallas-Atlanta stacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thielen, Thielen, I think, is priced appropriately now. Yeah. Um, I, I want to see another week, uh, see what it looks like, really. I mean, one game uh, when they were chasing is an incredibly small sample size of, of what you know this is going to look like without digs. Um, but, you know... Uh, you know, Minshew and 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 Shark last week had had some pretty good success against this Indianapolis D. So, uh, Cousins and Thielen, I, I like that as well. I I I just I never really ever want to play Cousins, but I'm more than comfortable playing Thielen at thir- at seventy two hundred. Yeah, I get that exposure to Minnesota via Thielen rather yeah. than too much all in on Minnesota. I agree. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't know about the Bucks guys. Godwin or Evans. Godwin's obviously in the concussion protocol, but right. Evans was limited, and now he gets a really good matchup. Do we go to him at a pretty good price at sixty four hundred? If I'm if I'm taking a piece of the Bucks defense, it's OJ Howard or uh, offense. Excuse me, it's OJ Howard at, at thirty nine hundred. Okay, that's fair. I, I just I don't love what I saw out of Brady, but this is a really good matchup. It's just I, I don't know. We saw what Josh Jacobs did to Carolina's defense. I'd kind of rather go Ronald Jones mm-hmm. and hope he gets two touchdowns, maybe gets over 100 yards. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. Gronk looks like he's a just a pile of dust right now, so don't like him at all. Um, go back up a little bit. Do you like any of the Rams guys, Cup or Woods? Sure. I mean, I, I take either. Um, you know, I, I, again, that's, that's another one of those. I, there are other guys I like that I would rather – um, to take a shot with, and, and and I would feel more comfortable about like in that same range, sixty four hundred for Allen Robinson against the Giants. That's that's where I would feel more comfortable. But Woods or Cup, either one of them, I, I wouldn't mind having. Yeah, I agree. I like Allen Robinson more than both the Rams guys. Uh, Juju is interesting. Obviously, had great chemistry with Big Ben in their first game back. Had a nice game against the Giants. Uh, Denver's cornerback rotation is really banged up and not very good. So that's a nice price on him. So I like these guys. Uh, Amari Cooper limited today in practice. So I got to see what that's about tomorrow. Otherwise Mm -hmm. he's a good play at 6,300. Will Fuller, I think is only in my Lamar Jackson stacks. And then uh, same thing with Marquise Brown, only in my Lamar Jackson stacks. Can I, can I interest you in any Keenan Allen a bit cheaper here? Sure. Same thing as Eckler. Yeah. Not a great game last week. But uh, I, I, I just kind of feel like too cheap for a guy of Keenan Allen's talent. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
and flow. And, and game flow. Game flow and price say Keenan Allen is a solid play. Um, and those those are really my guys. That's uh, There's no one – and we talked about the two guys underneath that in Crowder and Slayton. I mean, I guess Sammy Watkins is four, at 4,800. I mean, that's that's pretty cheap for a guy who got nine targets last week. But you just never know when, when the Watkins game is going to come. I got some guys down here, actually. Quite a few guys that I have some interest in. Is it just uh, is it just Cole Beasley a bunch of times? No, okay. but always Cole Beasley, always. Um, I like Michael Gallup, especially if Amari's out. I think Gallup's going to be the guy that they go to if they need to pass. And uh, for a lot cheaper, CeeDee Lamb, very involved in that Dallas offense right from the beginning. Decent mm-hmm. game, not Six the greatest. Six targets last week. Yeah, so I mean at 4,700, I think he's fine. You know, especially if Amari's out, I think that, that total could uh, tick up a little bit. The aforementioned Darius Slayton that we talked about. And then going a little bit cheaper here, Deontay Johnson for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Had a lot of targets. Yep. Ten targets last week. Six catches, only 57 yards. Lost a fumble on uh, on a punt return. But that's pretty heavy involvement that's, for that's, a number two receiver. That, that's a big – I mean, that's a lot of targets for the price. Absolutely. Uh, Paris Campbell for the Colts looks like he is going to be the next guy as T.Y. Hilton starts to slow down a little bit. He got nine targets himself. So I think that's pretty good volume for a very cheap guy. And look, if you think that Hopkins doesn't get fed like he did in game one, some of those targets tilt the other way, Christian Kirk at 4,300 could be a pretty good value. And uh, we should mention, because we mentioned him earlier, Mike Williams at 4,200. Absolutely. Yeah. Ariar King, man, they were targeting him deep down the field and nine targets. And those are going to be money targets, especially if you project the Chiefs to kick the crap out of the Chargers, which seems like a safe bet. Yep. So I like a couple of these guys down here. I think my goal is to prioritize the expensive running backs. And then if I want to get all the way up to a wide receiver like Adams, then you're kind of forced into taking a couple of these guys down here. Yeah. Um, Last thing I will mention is just – I just came across him. Scotty Miller had six targets last week for Tampa Bay. Godwin got seven and Evans got four. So he was as involved as those two guys. Um, just something to maybe take a flyer on at $4,100. It's pretty cheap. And moving on. Tight end. Um, Let's not bury the lead. Let's talk about Logan Thomas. That wasn't the guy? That wasn't my guy. Damn. All right. I like Logan Thomas this week. All please. right. Let's go to the top. No, no. Please give me all of your Logus Tom, Logan Thomas takes. Because looking right. at the stat line, I mean, you're 100% right. Eight targets, four catches last week, but scored a touchdown. Uh, and playing for Washington, those who don't know. And, uh, you know, figures to be chasing uh, in this game. The good old football team. He is a member of that football team there. Uh, look. Last year, we loved to target tight ends against Arizona's defense. The game script should be very favorable. I like Kyler a lot. We like this Arizona offense a lot. You got Logan Thomas on the bring back. Let's say Terry McLaurin gets locked up by Patrick Peterson. Who were they going to go to there? They were rotating between Peyton Barber and Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson not as involved in the passing game as we thought. I think that could change. Logan Thomas, 3600 bucks. I think you could do a lot worse, and especially on a week where we don't have a lot of tight end value, 
Chris Herndon being the only other guy this cheap that I'm interested in. I like him quite a bit this week. Really? You don't even have any interest in my kids. We now have a, the first ever double Rhett Ellison Memorial value play of the week. And, and I don't even know who you're talking about. I mean, Dalton Schultz. How do you not like a guy named Dalton? Uh, yes, the Blake Jarwin injury. Yes, okay. 30, so thirty-seven hundred bucks, um, and he's he's the tight end in Dallas now with Blake Jarwin on the IR. So, I I mean I I'll take a shot thirty-seven hundred. I I think you know your guy a hundred dollars cheaper um, and a more established member of the offense right away. Um, I, I gotta say you are right. That's 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 the right that's the right pick if you're just picking between the two, but you know this is this is I mean this is this is the definition of the Rhett Ellison Memorial Value Play of the Week, in that Rhett Ellison was an amazing play at min price when Ebron was out or not Ebron excuse me Ingram was out because it doesn't matter they're still going to throw to the tight end and it was just going to be a guy named Rhett. And so now we got a guy named Dalton just taking over for the tight end who they actually want to play tight end and just, just getting tight end targets for min or close to min price. So uh, in the spirit in the spirit of the award, I'm taking Dalton Schultz at 3700 And since I mentioned Ingram, you can have him. I'm low on a lot hey, of the you, Giants. Are you off? I am. Just because, like, okay. just, like, feel free to catch a pass, man. He had a couple drops last week, uh, a couple times on that Monday night game where he just like, just he wasn't in sync with Danny Jones, and he's fifty three hundred dollars. So I'm not paying up for that. He may go off. He may very well go off, but I'm not paying fifty three hundred dollars for that when I can get in, uh, Hawkinson at fifty two hundred for sixteen points at the top end. And an injured Kittle does nothing for me. Kelsey, I very rarely ever pay up at tight end, so that's the range I start. That's like the top is would be that Ingram Hawkinson range, and it's all Hawkinson and no Ingram from me. Uh, I like Mark Andrews a lot, but again, not paying up for him by himself. He's going to be paired with Lamar on a bring back. Uh, Ertz seemed to be a little bit off in that offense week one. They were not going to him very much, and that's bizarre. I'd like to see the usage tick back. Again, we both like Hawkinson, especially in those Rodgers, Devontae stacks. I guess it would say like the same logic that we apply to Eckler and Keenan Allen applies to Hunter Henry at 5,100, but I'd like him to be cheaper to get invested in that. I like each of the other Um, two guys more. Yeah. Um, Hayden Hurst, I I wish were a little bit cheaper, but he was on the field a lot, ran a lot of passing routes. Just the targets weren't there. Uh, I could see that balancing out a little bit. Maybe he ends up with like eight, nine targets and catches a touchdown. I think he's fine. Uh, Noah Fant is going to be a thing all year, but this is a brutal matchup against mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. Yeah. You know, we saw them lock down Evan Ingram. So not really this week that I'm really into that, but going forward again, Logan Thomas, we like, and then Chris Herndon still probably too cheap at 3,400. He got seven targets. They're just mm-hmm. not very deep, but if you think they're playing from behind I, and Jamison Crowder is out, I like Herndon a lot more. Even even though we know it's it's the Frank Gore offense. 
Yeah, I mean, when you're when you're rotating out Frank Gore, I think Herndon could see those leftover looks. Yeah, uh, just, or maybe Frank Gore throws to Chris Herndon. Now we're talking. This yeah, is what's hot. Right. Uh, just two other guys. Johnny Smith, forty-two hundred. I, I prefer the guys underneath him, but he did have a fourteen-point game last week. And uh, OJ Howard, thirty-nine hundred. Again, a fourteen-point game before rounding. Uh, so I just mentioned those two names. Uh, and then take us to defense, um, where, look, all of my roster builds are always find the cheapest defense you possibly can and roll with there. So at the bottom of the list, um, even though I like him at quarterback, $2,100 for uh, a defense playing Josh Allen. Uh, I like that. I, I like the turnover possibilities there. And uh, I'll just mention very quickly one other one. That Rams D-line feasting on the offensive line of the Eagles that did not look very good last week for 2800 So two defenses under three grand that I think you can feel pretty comfortable with. Yeah, I'll cover the top range. I'm with you. I'm probably not going to get up here because defense is just so random. Aside from putting pressure on, like the Steelers, I think, are the best defensive play against Drew Locke. That offensive line at Denver is not very good at all. Uh, the Niners at the Jets, I mean, obviously it makes sense, but they're so expensive. Um, I like the Rams in that mid-range there. I also like the Bucks for $100 more against Carolina. I think they're interesting. Definitely like the Dolphins as well. I mean, look, Josh Allen turned it over twice against the Jets. Yep. It's just kind of his thing. They'll turn it over, and they'll also give you a lot of big plays, so maybe Miami gives you six points, and you'd be happy with that. So that's where I'm at. I'm really not in love with the cheap, cheap options. I mean, the Giants against Mitch Trubisky is the same logic as the Dolphins. You're hoping Mitch turns it over a few times and maybe he doesn't put up the points and they, I guess it could be worse. Yeah. So, yeah. I'd rather have the Dolphins, um, but yeah. I think I feel best with like the Bucks and the Rams in that type of range rather than spending like another thousand to get up into the, the top tier. Agreed. So that's where I'm at. All right, let's do it then. Let's let's drop the music and, and tie a bow on it here. Mr. Paulson, start us off with your picks of the week. It is Kyler Murray at quarterback. He is my guy this week. I like Dak, but Kyler is going to be my go-to. At running back, no surprise, very tight pool. Zeke Elliott, Derrick Henry, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the very chalky but very good Jonathan Taylor. And then over at wideout, again, we love Devontae Adams, and we love those targets that he's seeing. And then in order to fit the guys that I like, I'm going down to the mid-range. I like the Deontay Johnson for the Steelers. I like Christian Kirk. I like Mike Williams, Paris Campbell, CeeDee Lamb, kind of mix and matching. And then over at tight end, it's obviously Logan Thomas week, because of course it is. <laughs> so that's my guy. And then defense, do whatever you want. Yeah, uh, so a lot of similarity here. Murray for me at quarterback as well. I'll, I'll have a, I'll have a decent amount of Rodgers. Uh, Zeke is my top end running back. Jonathan Taylor is a must play this week. Uh, wide receiver, it's Adams, it's Hopkins. Any way you can get those guys in, uh, I'll take I'll take a shot with Crowder if he plays as well. Tight end, uh, it is Logan Thomas week, but it's also Dalton Schultz week. So I'll take a big piece of him. And, and defense the same, and, and I'll just, I'll, 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 I'll add, because I have to. Uh, Green Bay, minus six, I'll take that. Uh, the Chiefs, minus eight and a half. 
against the Chargers. I'll take that. And, uh, and the Ravens minus seven. I'll take that. And I'll take those three teams and the Niners, who are minus seven. Throw that in a six and a half point tease. That's plus 185. There's, there's your parlay of the week. I, I like the way you're teasing it. You're going with the big favorites, buying yourself some more points. All teams that should win easily. Like, What's yeah, that? obviously. Yeah. So I like that. You're getting a good price, almost two to one. I like it. Uh, we don't do the spread show anymore, so we don't have a Finger Lakes game of the week. Uh, so I'm, I moved to make this the, the uh, Finger Lakes teaser parlay of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Finger Lakes game of the week is definitely the Bills at the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait, hang on. Let me see. Anything else? No, you know what? It's tonight. It's Thursday night. Probably kicked off already as we record this. Uh, Browns, Bengals. That's the Finger Lakes game of the week. Seven to three Browns. Joe Burrow is getting buried in the backfield. That's been happening. Okay. How did the How did the Browns How did the Browns score? Nick Chubb rushing touchdown. I had Hunt Bummer. Dude, our guy Baker is four for four. Wow. Okay. Let's go. All of them Tap. to Landry? Uh, none of them to Odell Beckham. Yeah, there you go. Daryl Hodge is the leading receiver for the Browns at the moment. Okay, sure. Establish the Cadero. That and Logan Thomas and Dalton Schultz, and but let's not bury the lead as you said earlier. It's Frank, Frank Gore week. <laughs> Good luck, everybody.